Hi, my name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. This episode is a coaching podcast, and I sat to coach a a young woman, a professional, and uh, two main topics came up. One was the topic of perfectionism, uh, especially in our professions, uh, meaning expecting that whatever we do, we have no weakness, no questions, no problems in that area which literally it would mean that no doctor will get ever sick, no attorney will ever have legal problems, no teacher will have a question about uh, knowing in, in that particular area, and so on and so forth. So um, it was a very good discussion to have, uh, regardless of your profession. It's important to see what our Uh, hidden expectations and perfectionism ideas are about what we do and how we do what we do. The second topic that came up was the difference between knowing and realization or knowing and applying our knowing in life. Uh, We live in a time that uh, knowing and information is uh, very much available to most of us. And the question is, uh, do we know it, period, Or do we know it and apply it? And sometimes we may mix these two together and we may assume that knowing is sufficient. So it's a great discussion. It's a great session. I hope you enjoy it. Let's take a listen together. All right. We're recording everything. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. And welcome (laughs) to our podcast. I'm really Glad that you volunteered to be vulnerable with us and come and join us. And you said that it's okay to use, you've given us permission to use your real name. Yeah. So <laughs> let's breathe together for a second and get centered. We get a little bit off-centered with all the technology. And let's just fall into a good deep place in our body. And just let go of the attention to the outer world and bring our attention to our inner world all as well. And just connect to a deeper sense of what's present for you and remind yourself that you don't have to share anything that doesn't feel right or comfortable for you. Let's take a gentle, deep and kind breath together. And whenever you're ready, I would love to start the session. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So tell me what you want to tell me about yourself. 
Yeah. So I'm a holistic esthetician. So the last year has been pretty hard for everyone in my industry, um, not really working and whatnot. And personally, I've been struggling with acne for the last two years that started totally out of the blue, no rhyme or reason. And I just have not been able to shake it, even though I visited so many doctors and naturopaths and dermatologists and all of that. And it's definitely impacting me professionally too. Um, I've been trying to grow my own business and show up for my clients. And I feel like it's such a block for me because I have this whole like, how can I be an esthetician to my clients if I can't cure my own skin, even though I've had such wonderful results with all my clients. And I, you know, I know that my process works, but it's such a, a block and I'm, I'm so ready to just out the shadow. It's been you know, it impacts the way that I show up in the world too, and especially impacting the way that I'm showing up in work. So hmm. it's really taking over my life. <laughs> right. So you probably know what I do because you volunteered mm -hmm. to work with me. So I'm a mindfulness sort of, they call me expert. All right. At best a teacher. Okay. So if I told you that I do not have any problems whatsoever, I've completely perfected the art of living. I have no um, issues with self-esteem, self-representation, self-awareness, self-presence. I can go on the list, the whole thing. Would you believe me? No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And would you even work with me if I claimed that and pretended that? No, because that wouldn't be relatable to where I'm at. Thank you. Part of the reason people actually... Uh, those who do work with me and like to work with me is because of the stories that I share, that I say that, you know, I felt exactly like that. And not just 10 years ago, but like 10 minutes ago, just yeah. before coming to this session, I tell them this and that happened and they are all true and authentic. In fact, that's why they choose me over people who never, ever mentioned that either are, look or feel like they haven't got a clue or they really pretend that they have no problems. Yeah. Those people don't exist. So for me, I'm just actually seriously considering coming to you now, is <laughs> really attractive that I see somebody, oh, great. I mean, if you had a perfect skin, it's like, great. Okay, then what do you know about my skin? Yeah. But if I saw that you do and you can say, I completely connect with you, Mitra. I know how it feels to have like a breakout on your face. I know how that influences the way you show up. So what I'm saying is nothing that you didn't know a few minutes ago. But I want to remind you that that perfectionist attitude that we have in life is quite destructive. Yeah, totally holding us back, even though we know that it's not actually beneficial. I don't want you to say we. I want you to say I. I know. I know that it's not helping me. That's okay. kind of part of why I wanted to do this today. I'm so ready to just face it head on. And I know, you know, what, what we don't own owns us. And this is definitely such a block for me. And it's frustrating. And I'm just ready to dive in. <laughs> Okay. Then would you be able to do a U-turn and just see how that feels, but I'm suggesting it to you and just say, you know what, this is actually an asset for me. So do exactly opposite. I mean, isn't that the, the 
recipe for success. I always say if I went on the you know, platform and I said, you know, was born in a perfect family and had a perfect life and here I am, would you like me to advise you? And <laughs> they say, no, thank you. Come down. I don't want to hear from you. But when you say that, you know, I went through that, I had a loss and I had this and I had this. And in your case, you know, let's make it more about your profession. If you tell me, Mitra, uh, oh, I see that you have breakout. I see that this and that is happening on your face. I can completely understand. I have this. Can you see? I have the same thing. And what I do is this. And if this helps, I don't know. There might be some internal because especially with your profession, there is there is always internal and external. Mm -hmm. So you are not a medical doctor. You can only go so deep with the work you do. There could be so many other things, and neither am I a doctor, but I'm sure there is the uh, hormonal imbalance. Mm -hmm. There could be the very thing you started the conversation with. We went through hell last year. Could that be, let me see, that the pressure and the stress of all of that, how do I make a living in a business that is all about touch and being close to people during the time that they say, take your space and do not come near me? Could that be the stress? that may be causing this breakout? I don't know. Hmm. So, yeah, you are not God. <laughs> you are a very good fill-in-the-blank in your, in your profession. But when we believe, and I say it intentionally like that to provoke the understanding of what you're doing when you really expect yourself or your skin to be perfect before you can move on and do what you do. Perfect doesn't exist. It was an illusion created by a rational mind that exaggerates and dramatizes and takes things out of proportion. I love striving for, you know, being better. I just actually, right this morning, was talking about that. The difference between doing my best and wanting to be perfect is huge. Mm -hmm. Perfect is an illusion never existed and never will exist because everything is evolving anyway. If I mastered whatever right in this moment, there you go. Right now it improved because somebody somewhere in this world improved upon that. So my perfect of a minute ago is no longer perfect. Mm. That's first of all. So that's why perfect doesn't even exist. I love that. <laughs> but it doesn't. It does because everything is changing, as you know. But my best, okay, now we're talking human in human terms, my best takes into consideration all the conditions that make my life to be what it is and then makes a decision. So you say, I say, Vanessa, I had a very, very tough week and I did. And it's been really difficult personally, professionally, this and that happened. However, I am as present as I can be at this moment. Mm. That's my best. Does it mean 100%? No. I'm not 100% present, but I am very present. So my best takes my human element into consideration. Mm. So your human element in this case would be that it's been difficult. You've been in a difficult situation financially, professionally, personally. And on your face, here it is, the indication of that difficulty. And you also are a great esthetician. None of these are mutually exclusive statements. I'm going to go quiet and see how that goes home for you. And what are you feeling as I'm saying that? 
Yeah, I I love framing it in the mutually exclusive because I, you know, I take business classes and I do a lot of self-development. And so I can look at, you know, the words perfection doesn't exist. Perfection is destructive. Your best is better than perfect because at least you're doing it, right? And seeing that, it's like, yeah, I know that, but it's hard to really take that and relate that to myself and see the areas in my life where I'm holding back because I'm waiting for perfect. And I love getting it in terms of it's not mutually exclusive. You can be a great esthetician and still have acne because you can. <laughs> and I've seen that. It's it's funny because when I have clients come in, you know, I would never talk to them the way that I talk to myself about their skin because mm. I know but it's, it's just hard. It's hard to, to turn that inward to yourself, but I love the mutually exclusive. That's a really good way to think about it. It's harder to live like this, Vanessa. It's really much harder. Everybody says it's hard to be that way. I say, no, it's harder to be this way, believe me, because you're suffering all the time. Yeah. So, all right, let's see. First of all, if you talk to uh, anybody, like you talk to yourself or I talk to myself, they, I always say they either fire you, oh, leave yeah, you or, no or sue you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you live in California. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's not, and I know you know, but the knowing that you're talking about is at the mind level. Yeah. And everybody knows. These days, this information is not exclusive. Everybody knows what I teach. The question is, do you benefit from your knowing that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is out there. I can Google anything and find out in like less than 10 minutes everything about that subject. But the wisdom is the way I use that knowing and incorporate it into my everyday life. So now let's go into application okay. of what I just said. Okay. So you're buying into what I'm saying. You're accepting that. And you're saying Mitra, I have a lot of breakouts on my face, but I'm still a very good statistician. Do you want to come to me? And I'm saying, absolutely, because I will come because of the quality of your work. I will come because of the result I see. And by the way, improvement is the name of the game. I will never have a skin that, or as young as the skin you have, true? And that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the best of my skin. So I'm not comparing my skin to your skin. I'm, skin. I'm comparing my skin to my skin before I came yeah. to you. And you need to remember that. That's, yeah, I actually hadn't thought about it like that. I always say even, I mean, to myself and clients, progress over perfection because perfection doesn't exist. But you're right. I hadn't thought that my skin doesn't matter because that's not what we're working on. And as long as I can help mm -hmm. theirs. I love yes. that. And that's fine. So there's a lot of, and, and, and I, you know what I keep hearing? I know. I keep hearing that you know. <laughs> yeah, but knowing it and feeling and, it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I, and I, it's beautiful. I mean, this is not a criticism and I love the fact that, you know, but sometimes our knowing is the blockage that we have because we think we know. You do know, but do you apply? Do you really incorporate it to your everyday work? So. Now, tell me, tomorrow morning, you go to work, and do you go to work right now? Are you? Mm, no, I'm doing no. all um, virtual consultations and skin coaching. Okay. All right. Um, so how would that 
make a difference in, in the way you show up? How would you say, I have a call right after this call with you? It's, How would you show up differently? Like, so, <laughs> I mean, silly, trying to grow my Instagram presence. It feels like it's, I, this is absolutely me. But you know, we go on social media and everything is just so perfect. And especially in the skincare industry, you see so much airbrushing and filtering. And I don't want to be part of that. But me not wanting to be part of that ultimately means that I'm just not going to post pictures of myself because I don't want to edit out my pimples, but I don't want to show that I have pimples. And so it's this whole like catch 22, even though I know, but I don't feel that it doesn't matter. Right. No one really cares. And like all things considered, my skin looks great. It's just hormonal issues down on my chin. So it's Mm -hmm. almost funny that 1% 1% of my face can totally change the way that I show out, show up in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, when that happens, then you focus on it. Oh, yeah. So when you, I, I talk about zooming in and zooming out in life, sometimes we need to zoom in to see the problem. But in order to see the solution, you need to zoom out. And when you stay zoomed in, on the problem. And really, we're not just talking about your acnes. We're talking about symbolically about life, Mm -hmm. because the way we do anything is the way we do everything. And I, and I really want to get into that topic with you, but, but anything, I mean, bring that ant that is on the floor, put it under microscope. It would look quite frightening. Actually, it will feel like you're looking at a monster. And the more you zoom in, the more frightening it look, the ant that we can hardly see. So my question to you is, how much zooming in are you doing that you are suffering so much? Far too much. (laughs) (laughs) Far too much. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, so let's talk about that. How much zooming out do you want to do? What what level, let's say zero to 10, 10 being like I'm thinking about it all the time. Um, where are you at with, with thinking about this? Um, so we're, we're talking about an interesting time for me because I've been doing a protocol for the last three months, totally changing my diet and lifestyle very dramatically. Um, so my skin is really clearing up. So we're on the upswing here. But if you had asked me three months ago, it would be a 10. Wow. If you had asked me a year and a half ago, it would have been a 10. It has been two years of almost just nonstop. First thing I literally, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is feel my chin to like prepare myself for what I might see in the mirror. So yeah, zoomed in for sure. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And just think about in a big scheme of, first of all, I want to Wait and acknowledge your emotions and honor them. <laughs> and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's really, really, let's honor that. Because there must be something in there that needs to be expressed. And we need to be very cognizant of that. So thank you for being vulnerable. Um, now that we're talking about it in a more... Um, balanced way, zero to 10, what kind of a number does this acne deserve? What it deserves is a lot different than what I'm giving it. (laughs) Okay. Tell me Um, what it deserves. God, probably like, 
I, as an esthetician, I look at skin as really a way to find out what's going on in your body, right? So if I were to look at myself as a client, I say, well, it's a hormonal imbalance. And that's really good to know because we have a tool, a whole, you know, suitcase of tools that we can look at to try and solve it. So maybe Mm -hmm. it deserves a two, one or a two, just because you know that there's room for improvement. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Um, And as a spiritualist, I look at everything outwardly as a way of seeing what's going on inwardly. So that's why it was important to get that number, more or less. Okay, so a two is getting a 10. My question to you is, where else are you doing that in your life? I'm a Capricorn, so most places. (laughs) Oh, that's an excuse. (laughs) I know, totally. Yeah, it's totally an excuse. Um, I think that the acne has just been a really symbolic thing for me. Because if you know, it is my work, so it totally envelops like that area of my life. Um, I have, I've been pretty, I've been getting better. I look in the mirror and I look at all my pimples and I say, I love you to each one specifically. And it has helped, you know, to try and not focus on the bad so much, but it's hard. Mm. Mm. Um, you didn't answer me specifically, though. I, I, I'm I want really to go back. I'm really hard on myself. I'm oh, really hard on myself. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's a better answer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you see, it's not just your face. It is, it is very rarely just one thing in our life. And my question to you is, where else are you doing a 10 work that you need to do a 2 work on yourself? Um, I think appearance in general is a big Thing, especially with a year of not really seeing anyone, I think it's easy to get really hard on the things that you wish you could change or that you would like to wave a magic wand and, you know, emerge from a year when this is all said and done, you know, a year and a half of cocooning, essentially, you want to emerge a little butterfly. So it's easy to get caught up in, in the things that you wish you could change or feel down on yourself of, oh, but we had all this free time. Why didn't I do X, Y, and Z? Even though we're dealing with so much emotionally that you have to give yourself space. Uh, Who says you're not a butterfly right now? Me. But no, I, I generally speaking, you know, I'm not, I am really hard on myself about specific things, but generally speaking, like I, I love myself and I do a really good job at caring for myself. I do a lot of journaling and self-care acts to kind of just like feel in my body and get grounded, mm. which helps a lot. And I notice when I lapse on that, that's when my two in other areas of my life suddenly turns into a 10 real fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you said that your focus is mainly on your physical appearance. And I was just thinking, if you distribute that attention and that expectation into the body, mind, heart, energy, sort of kind of you, wouldn't that make it easier? I mean, the fact that you know these things, the fact that you're working on these things, the fact that you even volunteered, honestly, to do this tells me that there's also this um, desire and craving for growth in areas beyond physicality and the look and appearance. So mm-hmm. what if we divided that into, and by the way, vice versa is true too. Sometimes I go so deep into philosophical and spiritual aspect of things 
that I feel what would be really helpful if I just got up and put some lipstick on and called a you know friend and had a light conversation mm-hmm. or did my hair or something. So it's not just there is only a solution on this side. There needs to be a balance. And whenever, whenever we focus on anything out of balance, anything, even so-called good things, um, and I don't know what that means. Honestly, everything is good in my view yeah. and in right proportion. But anything that it's focused on takes us out of balance. And what we're really talking about here is balance. And when is, no, let me tell you what it really is. It's really about boundaries. When do I say enough is enough? I've thought about this. I focused on it. On it. I even obsessed about it. Okay, that's a good time to stop. And you can even give yourself a time limit to do that. So when I get obsessed about something and I sometimes do about information, so I hear about something and I can't help myself to just find out. And I know if I go on looking for it, it will be three hours later. So I literally give myself a limit. I look at my schedule. I look at my day and I say, you know what? I'm going to give it 20 minutes. And I put my alarm on. And that's very, very important part of this boundary setting. And I promise myself, and I very rarely do, but when I do promise myself, I really honor that, mm-hmm. that when it this rings, I'm going to stop. Okay. Two, three things happen. First of all, and I'm, I'm sorry, let me just uh, make sure that my, um, uh, <laughs> I, my notification is off. Okay. So two, three things happen. First of all, I just became in charge of the task and the task is not in charge of me. Mm -hmm. That's the first most important thing that happens, that the aware me, the aware Mitra, the aware Vanessa in this case, is in charge of this whole process. I'm not the victim of my mind going wherever it goes. That's number one. Number two, I actually become far more productive because when I give you it, that's why deadlines always work. When I give myself 20 minutes, it's amazing how focused and productive I become. I stay on the topic. I only go with that. No ad and no distraction will take me to another you know, website. And I just stay on this. I want to find out about fill in the blank. And three, I feel good about myself when I do that. Boundaryfulness, being in charge of your life is important for other things you're going to do today, other tasks of your life, because then you feel, oh, I'm in charge instead of thinking, oh, day is gone and I haven't done anything. Unproductive, out of control and out of boundaries. So my suggestion to you is whenever you want to uh, focus on anything, whether it's helpful or not, give it time, give it boundaries, set up alarms and honor your own boundaries and see how much better you feel. Because if I told you, just don't think about it, it never works. Of course you're going to think about it, but think about it in a very contained and balanced way. And that is far more doable than if I told you, don't ever do this and don't ever do that because you will do it. The question is, do you do it in a sense of, uh, with a sense of knowingness and being in charge of it? Or do you become the victim of it, whatever the it task might be? I'm going to go quiet. Does that go home for you? How are you feeling? Where are you at? Yeah, um, that's really 
interesting. I've been doing, I mean, you're right. I do a lot of self growth of things. So I have spent a lot of time on boundaries, but I've never thought about boundaries in terms of like work or daily tasks. I've been doing a lot in terms of people. (laughs) And so I've never really thought about taking boundaries to myself and seeing where that applies. And uh, yeah, that would be interesting thing to play around with because I, I do have the feelings a lot where I put down my computer at the end of the day and I'm like, I don't even know what I did for the last nine hours, but I was busy, but I don't know what it was. So I can't feel a sense of accomplishment about anything in particular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So, um, so now we're talking about something that is completely in your command and you can do something about it. So is that is that satisfying for you? Did that go home for you um, before I add anything or summarize anything? Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to try it out. Okay. <laughs> Good. So the first thing we talked about was uh, the topic of perfectionism versus doing your best and knowing that the fact that you do experience, and honestly, I'm trying to find those things that you're talking about on your face. I see only one, but... But let's say it's more and that's fine. I mean, let's say there are 30. That's okay. Um, Really seeing that as part of your knowingness and as part of your empathy for your clients, as opposed to it's something that will destroy your relationship or your business. Mm -hmm. This is make it work for you. My teacher used to say, you know, turn it into a gift. Whatever it is there, turn it into a gift. In Buddhism, they call it turning poison into medicine. And I really want to invite you to turn this so-called poison, it is not a poison, into the medicine of, of your professional and personal work. Because that's the number one thing that I wanted to say. And the number two thing was really bringing your attention and dividing your attention into other areas of Vanessa. Vanessa is not just the pretty face that I'm looking at. Vanessa is also a deep soul. It's an energetic being, has many dimensions to her. And if we focus only on her look, there is no end to that because that's when people, and you've seen that, and especially uh, living in Los Angeles, I'm sure you've experienced that, that people who get into perfecting their face, they can go really to extremes and even then not be happy with it. There's never, ever happiness. And the reason for that is that what they're seeking is not outside of them. Of course, we all want to look good. I'm I'm not going to deny that. But what we're looking for is a sense of contentment and happiness. Mm -hmm. And that, my dear, is a state of being, not a state of looking. Yeah. So look for it in the right place, which is mainly inside of you. And of course, some beauty and attention and work on the outside of you. And the third thing that I mentioned and invited you to pay attention to was to really bringing some kind of boundaries to how far you will go with this conspiracy and and problem (laughs) kind of mentality that, oh, like life has come to an end. Nobody will ever come to me. And those are the um, extremes that minds go to when we are in that sense and saying, okay, I'm going to give you 10 minutes and you can go all the way. What else do you have to say? Oh, it's going to be over. You can never, ever do that. Who's going to listen to you? Say, okay, thank you. I heard you. Now it's my turn. 
In fact, I think it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be done this. You don't know. This is my asset. This is how people turn the corner. This is how I relate to my clients. This is how people say, oh God, you do know. I thought that you always had a perfect skin. I'm really glad to hear that. So you can just turn the table, but do it with a sense of boundaryfulness. Give it time and, you know, set your alarm. And when it's done, when the alarm rings, you say, that's it. I'm going to go to the next subject. And this way you feel a sense of command and being in charge of your life. And I would really in general suggest to you that spend time applying things that you're learning because you're learning a lot. And when you become overwhelmed with knowing, you think you know, and then the application goes out the window. So stop knowing, start applying is my general suggestion. You're smiling. Please explain that (laughs) smile because people can't see you. (laughs) That's so true. It's so go, go, go. And I, you know, I know so much because I took this class and I read that book and I read that and I listened to that podcast. But if you don't sit down and actually apply it to your own life, it's knowing isn't the same as feeling or living or being. So that's very true. And I I kind of have um, done kind of a similar exercise I never didn't think about this as setting boundaries, but I have done where I kind of free write, like, well, what's the worst case scenario of this situation? Let me write it all out and then immediately sit down and write. These are the solid facts, the absolute facts of why that's not even true and not even applicable. And I hadn't thought about doing that to my skin. And I think that that's a really good idea because I do, if I treated myself like a client, you know, the words that I would be saying would be so different and they would be true and based in reality (laughs) rather than me just going into an absolute spiral. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I want to invite you to actually, I'm doing a class soon um, on rewriting the story of your life. This is, I teach through UCLA and I want to invite you to join us as my guest Uh, or later on, if you can't come, uh, we usually um, uh, record them and make them available on the store uh, in, in, on my website. So you you will be uh, in, I'm I'm inviting you as my guest to either uh, you know listen to the recorded one when it becomes available uh, that the class is in May, but um, if not, just uh, attend and and participate in it because I think it would be very useful for you yeah, to be fun. part of that. Great. Is that did that serve you? Are we complete? Yeah, there's a lot to think about. Yes, yes. And and there's a lot of applications of even what we were talking about. Yeah. I could be talking about your relationship in the exactly same way. I could be talking about, um, you know, the way you interact with uh, your family members in the same way. But but it's a good place to start because that's what was alive for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what was on, on your mind. So I hope that uh, you start applying. I really and... had never thought about boundaries for myself. That's so interesting. <laughs> and it seems so obvious. <laughs> wow. Yes. Good. So did this serve you? Is yes. that what was? Yeah, okay. yes. Thank you so much. Of course. Great to chat with you and wish you all the best, Vanessa. Thank you so much, Mitra. Of course. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.